Good morning, K Chapel. Good morning, K Chapel. It is time for us to open up our worship service. Did anyone else come to praise the Lord this morning? I'm asking now, I see two people on their feet. Did anybody else come to praise the Lord this morning? Is anyone else glad to be in the house of the Lord? Did we enter into this gate with thanksgiving and into his courts ready to pray? Praise his holy name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to see another Sunday. And we thank you, those who have entered into the service online. And this is the day that the Lord has made. And we are ready to rejoice. Amen. All right. I just need another hand clap of praise. Hand clap of praise. Hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Let us pray. Oh, God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that the sun is shining on us. And God, we know it may not be shining everywhere, but we know that your grace and your mercy is everywhere. God, we thank you for allowing us to assemble again here at Cade Chapel. We don't take it lightly that we woke up this morning. Did you hear me? We woke up this morning and we had a reasonable portion of our health and strength. And God, we thank you for the breath that we're breathing. We thank you for the sight that we are seeing. Oh Lord, it may not always be our sight, but it is spiritual sight that you're letting us understand right and wrong. Thank you for your guiding spirit. And now Lord, as we enter into this service, we humble ourselves before you. We're putting aside all of the cares and the concerns and the things that may have happened on the job with the children, with the house, with the husband, with the neighbors. We're putting it all aside right now, Lord, because we want to focus on giving you the praise that you brought us through another week, and we're just thankful, Lord. Now, Lord, as the word is shared with us this morning, as the children sing songs of praises, as our ushers welcome people into the door, as those who are online focus their attention right now, Lord Jesus, we just want you to know that we are grateful. We will ever always give you all the praise and all of the glory for our lives and for our ability to learn of you. And God, let the spoken word this morning saturate our hearts let it get all inside of us so that we will not be assimilating with others but we will be dividing ourselves out knowing that you are the true and only God you are the one that is able to give us exceedingly and abundantly and God we are going to show it by going and telling someone else that the wages of sin is death but there is a God and he still saves We thank you. We come before you humbly. In the name of Jesus. And every saint say amen. Amen. And amen. Now 
our children are going to lead us into worship with a very active song. We are encouraging you to participate as we serve God in song.
Good morning. I am I am Youth Deacon Dalen Allen, and I'll be reading Bible scriptures from Ephesians, the second chapter, verses 8 through 9, and they read as follows. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his worksmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge of protection around our families daily. We say a special prayer for those families that are suffering from bereavement. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them to be absent from the body means to be present with the Lord. And also remind them to look to the hills which cometh all our help as all our help comes from you. We thank you for our pastor that will be providing the spoken word this morning. And despite the challenging times, we are so thankful for the ability to remain connected to our Arcade Chapel Church family. Father, I ask that today's lesson inspire us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christians that you intended us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let's give our youth deacon a hand clap of praise. Come on, y'all. We, we're training them up. We're training them up. We are so grateful for those of you that are with us and those who are online. I wanted to give emphasis, a special emphasis. This is coming to the end of a breath cancer awareness month and uh, some of you may not have gotten your checkup lately so call your physician call your general physician's office and set that appointment up uh, this is about self-love you know that's one of those commanded ones right self-love and also as we remind you always, you know of persons in our family and in your neighborhood who have already gone through uh, exams and had surgeries and are going through right now, maybe even with making decisions about surgery. Please call them and encourage them. Uh, as another health note, the health ministry is reminding us again that this is flu and COVID vaccination season. And here at Cade Chapel on Sunday, October 30th in the Family Fellowship Hall, um, that's, that's the gym, from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., there is going to be a opportunity for you to receive shots. However, you will need to sign up, and the sign-up requirement is by October 28th. So I'm not sure if there are forms in the, in the vestibule or if you will call contact. Will anyone with health ministry raise your hand so that we can know where those forms are going to be? Two, three people with health ministry are raising their hand, and we would love for you to sign up. Um, the reason that they want you to sign up, that there is an effort to undergo understanding how the cost of it will be paid, whether or not your insurance will pay it. And also remember that your, uh, you are 
you can go to Jackson Hines Comprehensive Health Center and that shot for COVID there is, is free, okay? Um, the other announcement is that we will be treated to a concert, and I think Pastor want to do probably special emphasis on that in a little bit, but let me tell you about voting. We learned last week from Brother Wallace when he was visiting with us that we should use a term called active voter. And I see Superintendent Green back there shaking her head. We need to become known as active voters. And we are how long before voting now? Two weeks and two days. Uh, remember that, two weeks and two days, November 8th, we are going to the polls. And it's your Christian responsibility to elect good people to office, to make good decisions in governing for the good of our people. If anybody asks you why you're voting, you, you just share those words with them. Um, Brother um, Dr. Thickpen is, is not with us today, but he wanted to remind us that charity starts at home. And that means go out and support businesses and restaurants here in the Jackson area. Don't let people talk about us bad when we don't have to let them talk about us. We, we can support our own. Amen? Amen? Now, there is celebration time. I know there are some swack people in the house. And um, all right, I, I, didn't ask for, I didn't ask for Jackson State. I asked for Valley State. I want Valley State to stand. Where's Valley State? Come on, Valley State. Represent, represent. You, you may not win that game, but that's all right. You're a good, good team. All right, what, what about Alcorn? Any Alcornites in the building? Can I hear from you? All right, we are so proud of you. Alcornites. All right, now I have to ask for that other big group, Jackson State University. Any schools that won yesterday? Any schools that won yesterday? <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. We, we, we like to... Yeah, we, we really like to give credit where credit is due. All of our SWAC teams, all of our schools are doing well. We are so proud of all of them. Let's give all of our teams a, a round of, of support. All the HBCUs passed to say. Now, the final thing that I wanted to say on announcements, and this, this is a part of social responsibility. It, it hurt my heart the other day when I was hearing a new announcement about Black Friday. I think we celebrate Black Friday every Friday. C come on, go with me. I think we celebrate Black Friday every Friday. Is it anybody else that celebrate Black Friday every Friday? So we don't need people to tell us how to spend our money. Amen? I, w I want you to be aware that there's a new wave of trickery going on, trying to convince you now to start spending your money for things you don't need. And what's your priority? Family, home, and church. 
If your budget will allow anything else, then you think about it. But right now, I want you to concentrate on keeping your finances in order and making sure that you take care of you and your home and your church without what somebody is telling you about a Black Friday. Amen? I should get a hand clap of praise because I know that we are in that spirit. Uh, now, Pastor is going to come and give us that special emphasis about November 14th. Amen. amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Come on, let's say amen again. We thank God for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. I do want to just... Uh, uh, echo what has been stated about uh, the flu and COVID vaccinations that we will be having on next Sunday. Next Sunday, uh, if you want the COVID or the flu vaccination, we want you to do one thing and one thing only. Go to the K-Chapel app and sign up. Uh, there's a, a, a marker on the K-Chapel app for you to uh, fill in your name and, and any other information that's necessary uh, so that the people will be, those who are administering the vaccines will be ready to receive you. There won't be any log ups or, or jams uh, in that way. Uh, we are encouraging all of us to get vaccinated for the flu uh, because Jesus and germs are everywhere. Amen. I, I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. We thank God for Jesus, but germs are everywhere too. Amen. And we want to get vaccinated to make sure uh, we don't have any needless sickness. Amen. And so go to the K Chapel app and get signed up. Uh, for those of you, if, if it, listen, there's no reason for no one not to get vaccinated. If you don't have insurance, guess what? We got you covered, all right? That's what grace is, y'all. Anybody want to know what grace is? Grace is covering you when you can't cover yourself. Amen. So if you need to be vaccinated or if someone you know needs to be vaccinated, bring them here. We will get them vaccinated and it will be covered. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. Listen, also, November 14th, a very special partnership is taking place between K-Chapel and the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra. Uh, some months ago, the conductor of the orchestra, Kraft and Beck, called me and we had, we've been having conversations uh, throughout the summer, really, about his heart for the symphony orchestra being more than, um, let's just say, more than meeting certain aspects of our community, but rather it being representative of all of Mississippi. Wish I had a witness in here. Being representative of all of Mississippi. And so I said to him, well, if that's your heart's desire, we will help you fulfill that, that goal. And so part of that partnership includes the orchestra having concerts in different areas uh, in the community. Cade Chapel is going to be one of those spots. Uh, where we will bring artists from around the state, uh, musical artists as well as, as uh, uh, spoken word artists. Uh, if, if they have a love for dance, love for music, or a love for the spoken word, uh, this will be a venue uh, where we will celebrate faith, art, and spirit. We will celebrate faith, art, and spirit together as a community. And so the first time that we have the opportunity to do that is November 14th, right here at 3 p.m. It's free of charge, y'all. Amen? Free of charge. Amen. So the orchestra is going to be here. Tougaloo uh, Chamber Choir is going to be here. Tania Sanders, Fifth Child, who's a hip-hop artist, is going to be here. It's going to be a whole lot of different stuff going on. Amen. So you might want to come dressed a little, you know, amen, not in your Sunday best, but just enjoy. Amen? Y'all look at me kind of funny. 
Amen. Let, let's just enjoy the Lord, but let's enjoy each other and our interconnectedness. And one of the ways we can do that is by showing up and sharing in the goodness of the Lord with, and, and seeing the goodness of God in each other. Amen. So this is Community in the Symphony. It's the first in a series uh, of, of these concerts, and we invite you to come and be a part of that here, November 14th at 3 p.m. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you as our prayer. We're going further into our worship now through our tithe and our offering period. I'm sorry. It's on here the wrong day. Did I give the wrong? It's November 13th. November 13th. Okay. All right. It's November 13th at 3 p.m. Is that right? November 13th at 3 p.m., all right. Sunday, November 13th at 3 p.m. Thank you so much for that. Sunday, November 13th at 3 p.m. Also, let me go ahead and do this now because I believe uh, we want to give emphasis to our Youth for Christ. Youth for Christ is going to be ministering uh, this morning, our MIME team. Amen. Deshaun, are you here? Deshaun Wolf. God bless you, Deshaun. Come on up. God bless you. Good to see you this morning. Y'all bless him. God bless you. He's got an announcement he wants to make. All right. Good morning, K. Chapel family. Can my male 6th through 12th grade stand up for me, please? Young male 6th through 12th grade. Sixth through twelfth grade. If you are interested in joining our Youth for Christ MIME team, uh, you may contact Miss Tafari, Mr. Houston, or me. We need you, we need you, we need you. Uh, at the end of the church, you may see me, Miss Tafari, or Mr. Houston in the back in the old fellowship hall. Thank you. Now, now you're going to still have your makeup on after church. They, ain't gonna be, they need to be able to identify you some kind of way. So, so Mr. Farr, stand up so they know who he's talking about. You can, you can reach her. Who else you say they can talk to? Who? There he is. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. See these adults? Or if you recognize Deshaun without his makeup on, you can see him. All right? God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, King Chapel. Oh, that sounds kind of dry here this morning, isn't it? Good morning, King Chapel. All right, we've been cheering there since yesterday. We might as well stay cheering. Oh, have mercy. Where are my cheerful givers at? Do we have any cheerful givers in the house? Ah, we talking. Who's swag if I ain't swag? <laughs> Just tell me like it is. Well, keep that same spirit, because it's tides and offering time right now. Now's the time where we all get the opportunity to bless the Lord through our giving. Here at Cade Chapel, we understand that fully worshiping God includes our offering, which are given primarily for three reasons right here. The first reason is it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. 
And the second reason is because it gives a sign of thankfulness for God providing for all and supplying our needs. That money that's in your pocket, God gave it to you. And third reason why we give, because we just want to see the ministries and missions to, in God's kingdom to grow through the missions and ministries. They're cure here, through our city, our state, and even around the world through K Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by using the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can drop it off by the office. Or you can use the K Chapel app. Now, for those of you that are with us by live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your stream. So how much you give, whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a God bless you.
please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today, as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Let us just thank God for these children. In the 25th chapter of Matthew, it says, And the king shall say unto them, I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was hungry. You gave me nothing to eat. I was naked. You gave me no clothing. I was incarcerated, and you visited me not. They marveled among themselves and said, Lord, when did we see you without food or drink or clothing or incarcerated? And he said to them, when you do or don't do this to these, the least of my servants, you've done it also unto me. There are some members that need our prayers. We all need prayer. Yes, we do. But there are some members who need special prayer. And I just want to share a few opportunities that you have across the week that you can care for and pray and maybe even visit with these members. Let us continue to pray for all our bereaved families, the Bell family, the Moton family, the Davis family, as well as the Irving families. This morning, thankfully, there have been no deaths reported. Oh, yes. Amen. In the hospital and nursing home, Deacon Cornelius' story is in the VA nursing home in Collins, Mississippi. Brother Benny Larry is still recovering in rehab. Recovering at home is Representative Alice Clark, Sister Catherine Kilpatrick, Sister Gloria Greer, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, and Brother Sammy Henderson. Also asking for special prayers, Brother Al Buchanan and Mr. R.T. Cage, who is the brother of Sister Mary Bell. And as we tell you from week to week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day of your life, just thank God that you can. Amen. 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 God bless you. I believe our mom team is coming now. Amen. Can you encourage them this morning?
don't believe in fairy tales I guess I've outgrown them But that doesn't mean that I don't believe That there's something bigger than me Cause I've seen it in a hospital room When the doctor said sorry There's nothing more we can do Well, it wasn't through I've never seen a pot of gold At the end of the rainbow But I've got a promise I can hold In the middle of the struggle God, if you said it, you'll perform it May not be how I want you to But here's what I'll do I'm gonna wait on you I'm gonna wait on you I've tasted your goodness I'm trusting your promise I'm gonna wait on you Yes, I'm gonna wait on you I've tasted your goodness I'm trusting your promise I'm gonna wait on you Yeah, you are the author But there's no predicting what is next But you hold the future And all the questions, they come second To the one I know is true, yeah Well, you've always been true So I'm gonna wait on
should just wait. Instead of trying in your own strength, you should just wait. Instead of calculating what will happen if you go wrong, you should just wait. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Yeah, I should just wait. waiting on him this morning anybody just decide I'm gonna wait on the Lord I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quit trying to do this by myself I'm gonna wait on the Lord I'm gonna wait on the Lord God can handle this God can fix this I'm waiting on him and if you wait on him he'll stop by if you wait on him he'll come by and see about you somebody knows he will you've been down but the Lord stopped by to see about you you You've been sick, but the Lord stopped by your sick bed. You, you, you didn't know how you were going to make it, but you waited on the Lord, and the Lord came to see about you. Is there anybody in this house that can testify? He will renew your strength. He will. 
Hallelujah. Lay that weight on the Lord. Shall renew their strength. Mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not get weary. They shall run and not faint. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Amen. Can we bless God for those young men? Come on, thank God for those young men this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless God for them. Bless God for them. Wonderful reminder. A wonderful ministry. A wonderful empowering moment. Hallelujah. Thank God for Youth for Christ. Amen. Y'all are y'all are coming in strong. Y'all are coming in strong. Amen. Amen. We have some new leaders in Youth for Christ, and they are they are coming in strong. Amen. 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 I want to thank my son. I understand my son Jonathan was the choreographer of that. Jonathan, God bless you. Good job. I see you up there. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. Join me in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2. It's going to be actually two, two passages of scripture. One in Ephesians chapter 2, another one in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 9. I'll, I'll read the 1 Corinthians passage. First, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse number 9, these words are recorded. For I am the least of the apostles, that I'm not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God, but by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. And then Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This morning I, I want to begin a teaching series entitled Words to Live By words to live by. My hope, my hope is that by the time we finish this teaching that you will have in your faith vocabulary a list of necessary words. Words that will empower you to live your best life. Words that will empower you to be, live your best life as a believer, your best life as a Christian, your best life as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Words that will empower you to live your best life as a man, a woman, an employee, a student, a parent, a husband, a wife, a child, whatever space you occupy, these words will help and empower you to be your best at that. Your best in that, your best as that. 
through this teaching, I want to help you take your faith to the next level, to go deeper and stretch further, to climb higher and to grow stronger in your appreciation and your application of God's words. Listen to what I said, God's words, plural. Because I believe that there are some words in God's word that have the potential to change how you view life. Words that can change how you live life. Words that can change how you relate to life. And words that can change how you experience life. There are some words in God's word that you need to understand and unleash in your life. Words in God's word that you need to speak. Words in God's word that you need to declare. Words in God's word that you need to believe and put into practice. Words that you need to walk in. Words that you need to rest in. Words that you need to lean in. There are words in God's word. That you need to make a part of your current vocabulary. Words that you perhaps need to replace and embrace because you've been saying the wrong stuff. Words. Words. There are words in God's word that you need to put into practice, put into regular rotation of your living lexicon of terms that remind you of who you are and what you are and what God says about you. Why? Because here's what I know for sure. Many of us have yet to live life in the abundance of joy, the abundance of peace, the abundance of love, and hope that the Lord promises and provides because we have settled for the big lie. We've settled for the big lie. You do know that the devil is the father of lies. He operates in deceivery and deception and trickery and all he wants to do is to get you to fall for the big lie. The big lie that you can't compete. The big lie that you can't compare. The, the lie that you can't win. He wants you to fall for the big lie that you aren't good enough. That you aren't smart enough. That you aren't pretty enough. He wants you to fall for the big lie that you don't have what it takes. That you don't measure up. That you don't have a chance. The enemy wants you to believe the big lie that he's feeding you over and over and over again. Because he knows that if you start to believe those lies that your perspective will become so skewed that truth sounds like a lie. If he can get you to believe the big lie, then when you are suddenly confronted with the truth, you will doubt it. When you're suddenly confronted with the truth of who you are, the truth of what God gave you, the truth of how God created you, you will wonder and doubt about the truth of God's word because the lie has been told to you over and over and over again. But God, God has some words in his word that you need to know Speak, declare, believe, and walk in. Let me let you in on something. Let me let you in on something because none of what I'm going to share with you are earth-shattering words. 
These are words that you already know. We're not going to study any new words in this series. These, these are words that you already use, words with which you are already familiar. The problem is, though, we use these words, but they have not become words that we live by. We use them, but we don't live by them. Mm. We use them, but they have yet to become words that we put up against anything and everything that challenges us, any and everything that works against us, any and everything that comes against us. But this morning, I want the words of this series to become words that you live by. No matter what the situation is, these are words to live by. No matter what the problem is, these are words to live by. No matter what the issue is, these are words to live by. No matter how dark it gets, how dicey it becomes, no matter how desperate you feel or how depressed you are, no matter how bleak it is or how bad this issue is, these are words in God's word for you to live by, words for you to believe, words for you to speak, words for you to declare, words for you to walk in, words to live by. Because understand this, words, y'all, have power. Words have power. The Bible declares in Proverbs, Proverbs 18 and 20 says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. I need you to get that. Look at what he says. A man's belly shall be satisfied by the what? The fruit of his what? Mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. The writer connects, watch this, the writer connects success with speech. Don't miss that. He connects prosperity with words, which means that, we, that what we speak carries weight. What we say actually matters. It's not just speech, y'all. It's spiritual. Somebody ought to tweet that. It ain't just speech, it's spiritual. What you say is not just language, but it's life-giving, life-producing, life-building, life-creating. Remember, all of life came into existence simply by God speaking the word. Genesis 1 and 3, and God said, let there be light. Genesis 1 and 6, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Genesis 1 and 9, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together under one place. Genesis 1, 11, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass. Genesis 1 and 14, and God said, let the lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day and the night. Genesis 1 and 20, God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly. Genesis 1 and 24, and God said let the earth bring forth a living creature all of creation except for mankind was made by the spoken word he spoke it he said it and it was so demonstrating to us the value and the power of the word and what I want you to understand this morning is that there are words in God's word that will change and transform your life forever. And the first one in this series is the word grace. Grace. 
I hear you say, Reverend, I, I know the word grace. One of my favorite songs is amazing. Grace. And in fact, I love to hear Frank Williams and Mississippi Mass Choir sing your grace and mercy. I already told you. The words I'm sharing with you are not new words. They are words, however, that need to have a different, different application in your life. Because most people love songs about grace, but they do not have a sound understanding of grace. They like the sound of amazing grace, but they have yet to get a sound understanding of what makes grace so amazing so here's the first thing to get about grace you and every part of your life are a product of grace you and every part of your life are a product of God's grace Write it down. Let that, let that get in your spirit. You and every, every part of your life are a product of God's grace. I know you worked hard. But don't you know there are other folk who worked hard? And they are not where you are. Somebody ought to say grace. I, I know you studied in school, but, but, but there are other folk who studied in school. And they did not get to where you got. Somebody ought to say grace. I, I know you made good decisions most of your life. Other folk make good decisions most of their lives. And did not end up how you ended up. I wish you would say grace. Let's be honest, everything that happened to you is, did not happen to you because you deserved it. I wish I had two or three witnesses in here. Everything that happened to you did not happen to you because you deserved it. If truth be told, there are plenty of things that happened, doors that opened, opportunities that came your way, not because of you, but in spite of you. Uh, I can't get no help in this house. In spite of your mistakes, God blessed you. In spite of your experience, God blessed you. In spite of your background, in spite of your shortcomings. And that's what grace is. Grace works not because of you, but in spite of you. Grace. 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 Grace is that amazing capacity of God's compassion that no matter how messed up, how mixed up, how marked up you are, he accepts you, he loves you, he forgives you, he renews you, he blesses you, and he enlists you to be a part of his kingdom. I wish I had some folk in here who could testify, it's his grace. Grace. Yes, I worked hard, but grace got me here. Yeah. 
See, 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 I'm just teaching. I'm just teaching this morning. I'm just teaching. This is what preachers, this is what people don't get about grace. Because in our minds, we've been taught to believe that success follows work. Period. Success follows work. If you work hard, you'll get what you're after. The harder you work, the more successful you are. Good things follow people who do good things. But I wish folk who subscribe to that would just read their Bibles. Because one day Jesus, Jesus showed up, Reverend Redmond, to a man's house by the name of Matthew. And Matthew was not good. Wish I had some Bible readers in here. In fact, Matthew was a crook. He was a tax collector. He, he made his living by overcharging his Jewish brother. So everything he had, he got because he stole it. He was a crook. He was not good. He was immoral, not good. He was unethical, not good. And yet goodness showed up at his house. Y'all missed it. Goodness showed up at his house. And when they asked Jesus about him being there, Jesus said to them, it's not the well who need the physician, but those who are sick. In other words, Jesus was saying, I'm here not because he qualifies, but I'm here because he's already disqualified. And I know, I know, I know. He says, I know, I know. I know you Pharisees and you religious folk. I know you want me to just hang out with those who do right. I know you want me to play with those who play by the rules. I know you want me to hang with those who never make a mistake and those who always did everything by the books. But if I did that, that wouldn't be grace. That would be grades. When I grade you, I give you what you made. But when I grace you, good God Almighty, is there anybody in this house that's glad this morning that God just graced you? Instead of grading you, he did not give you the grade that you deserved, but he, oh, good God Almighty, he, he graced you. you. You made a F in some stuff. You know I'm telling the truth. You failed at life. You failed at your marriage. You failed at raising your children. You failed at a whole lot of things, but the Lord graced you. He graced you. Graced you. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm glad. He did not grade me, but he graced me. Because I read somewhere that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. My Bible says none is righteous, no, not one. My Bible tells me that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. But I'm glad this morning he did not grade me, but he graced me. He said, that's all right. I, I got something to cover your mess-ups. I, I got something to cover your mix-ups. I'll grace you.
None of us in here have made the grade. You didn't make the grade. When it comes to holiness, you didn't make the grade. When it comes to righteousness, you didn't make the grade. When it comes to sanctity, you hadn't made the grade. When it comes to sanctification, you hadn't made the grade. God just graced. Graced you with goodness. Graced you with kindness. Graced you with blessing. Graced you with love. Graced you with mercies. Graced you with forgiveness. Graced you by giving you another chance. Thank God for grace. And if, if you think about life, those of you who are old enough now, and you can look back over the landscape of your life, if you're honest about it, it wasn't your grades. It was, your, it was his grace. His grace. I'm talking to honest folk now. Even you smart honest folk. Even when you made the grade in school, if you're honest with yourself, God's grace took you places your grades couldn't take you. God's grace opened some doors that your grades could not open. God's grace made some ways that your grades did not prepare. God's grace put you at some tables your grades wouldn't pull up a chair for you for God's grace so grace grace is a word that you need to recognize in operation of all of your life at all times I, I'm going to try I'm going to try I'm going to try I'm going to try I said this is a teaching series so let me let me let me pull this let me give you three Three thoughts and I'm out of here. Three quick thoughts and I'm out of here. In this verse, Paul says, By grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. First thing I need you to see here, write this down. Grace and grace alone is responsible for your salvation. That's, that's what's in this text. Grace and grace alone is what's responsible for your salvation. What, what, what Paul says is, listen, understand, you're saved right now because of grace. And anybody <clears throat> who wants to rely upon the works of their flesh does not understand how they got saved. You are not saved because of your works. You're saved because of his works. You're not saved because of what you do. You're saved because of what he did. I, I, I wish y'all would come and go with me here. 
and, and see, I know I, I need to say this because there are, a lot of, there are a lot of movements going on right now where people are, are getting confused and brought into other camps and, and beliefs and, and thinking that you got to do this and you got to do that and, and you got to live this way and you can't eat this and you can't wear that and you can't go here because all of these things mess with your salvation. The devil is a lie. devil is a lie. Jesus died so that I don't live by the law. Jesus died so that I don't have to base my salvation on me keeping the law. Thanks be to God that there's one who perfectly kept the law and because he kept the law, I can rest in him. Okay, okay, okay. You, 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 need, you need Bible. Here's Bible. James 2 and, two, James 2 and 10 says, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point he is guilty of all did you hear that that means watch this for those who are preaching and teaching keep the law keep the law listen if you miss one ain't no need of you coming to god saying but god look at all the ones i got right no 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 no, 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 no need of you bragging and boasting about the hundreds that you got right. If you miss one, one time, he says you're guilty of breaking all of the law. That's why I rest in the one who kept the whole law. My salvation is not based on me keeping the law, but on he who kept the law. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. No, 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 no. If it were left up to you, you would fail in that test. You, 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 you would have failed yesterday because you was tailgating and you had some ribs and, and you, you'd have failed yesterday because you had some shrimp and y'all talk to me if you can. You, you'd have failed. You'd have failed. You'd have failed. I'd have failed with you. Somebody don't thank God you saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why I like what Paul said in Romans 7 and 6. But now we are delivered from the law. That being dead wherein we were held. That we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter says now we are what delivered from the law it means I don't have to keep the law in order to keep my salvation I just stay kept by him ah okay 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 see when, when you leave here when you leave here they're, they're going to be you, you're going throughout the week and, and upcoming weeks you, you, you might see some different movements going on. They've been happening all across the, the nation, even in the city. You're going to hear and see some things that question this very thing that I'm teaching you right now. And they're going to say to you, they're going to say to you, no, you can't wear that. That's made of different fibers. And you're supposed to have one kind of Fabric of five. Y'all come on and talk to me here. But I like, I, like, I like what the writer of Hebrews said. 
writer of Hebrews said this in Hebrews 10 and 12. He said, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. What does the writer say? He said, listen, Jesus paid it all. You, you, Jesus took care of that once and for all. That is, he took it. This man offered one sacrifice for sins forever. And God said of his son, I'm well pleased. All right, number two, number two, grace. Here it is. Grace is freely given to those who want it. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the what? The gift of God. It is the gift of God. Grace is a gift, plain and simple. Grace is a gift, not something you earn. Grace is a gift, not something you're paid. Grace is a gift. And the good news is that anybody who wants it can have it. It is the gift, not something you can buy on Amazon. It is a gift that can be freely given. And all you have to do is ask. That's it. It is a gift. Somebody say gift. It's not grades. It's a gift. Not judgment, grace. Grace is a gift, not justice. Grace is a gift. Thirdly, and here it is, I'm done. Done for the day. Words you need to live by, grace, because grace frees us from the penalty of failing to perform. Grace frees us from the penalty of failing to perform. Bible readers know that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is the eternal life. Grace frees you from the penalty. The penalty of not performing the wages of sin is death. But grace frees you from the penalty. Ah. Verse 9 says, not of works lest any man should boast. I'm through here. I'm through here. Paul knows. Paul knows this. Paul knows this about us. He knows this about us. When we do well, when we do good stuff, when we win, when we are victorious, just like you Jackson State fans, came in here this morning. I saw you. I mean, chess out. 7 and 0. Oh. Look at us. Amen, amen. And that's what we do. We brag and we boast. But look at what Paul says about grace. He says, listen, this win that you got didn't come through you. Ah, oh, sure. This victory that you got did not come because of your good works. Now he says, not of works lest any man should boast. Paul says, you don't have anything to boast about if you're going to boast in anything don't put the brag on you but put the brag on God 
If you're going to boast on anything, don't boast in how good you are. Boast in how good the Lord is. Is there anybody here this morning that can boast in the goodness of God? That God has just been good to you? God has just been keeping you? You don't deserve any credit. All the credit belongs to the Lord when you look back over your life is not because you've done everything so well it's not because you live so right but God has just been that good you ought to give God a great big hand of praise this morning you ought to thank God for the victory that he gave you if it had not been for the grace of God if it had not been for the mercies of God if it had not been for the goodness of God And so, and so he says it's not a works lest any man should boast. If I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast in the Lord. If I boast about being saved, I'm going to boast about my salvation in the Lord. If I boast about being free, I'm going to boast about being free in the Lord if I boast about being delivered I'm going to boast in the one who delivered me do I have a witness here if I'm going to boast about being a new creature in Christ <clears throat> I'm going to boast about the one who made me new good God if I'm going to boast about who deserves the credit I'm going to put the credit on the shoulders of the one who deserves it in the Lord. I'm going to put the credit on the shoulders of the one who carried the old rugged cross. I'm going to put the credit on the shoulders of the one who suffered the cat of nine tails. I'm going to put the credit on the shoulders of the one who gave his hands and nails and feet to the nails. I'm going to give the credit to the one who bled, suffered, and died. Is there anybody in here who's going to give the credit to the one who really deserves it? It's not because of my grades. It's because of his grace. It's not because of my goodness. It's because of his mercy. It's not because I'm so great. It's because he's so good. Good God of mine. Is there anybody in here who's glad this morning that God's grace has kept me thus far? God's grace has kept me this long. God's grace is covering me. God's grace is holding me. God's grace is keeping me. God's grace is opening doors for me. God's grace is preparing a way for me. God's grace is fighting battles for me. God's grace His grace. And that's why, y'all, that's why Paul said, when I think about it all. <laughs> y'all, don't miss this. He said, by his grace, 
I am what I am. See? See, see, see. Now this is gonna bless somebody. This is gonna bless somebody. This is gonna bless somebody. Because you've been trying to figure out how to explain to folk God's blessings. And I stopped by to tell somebody, you don't have to explain it except by saying, by his grace. See, see. In that chapter in 1 Corinthians, Paul was defending his apostleship. Folk kept looking at him saying, Paul, your name used to be Saul. Is there anybody can testify you know some folk who remind you of what you used to be? They say, you used to be a murderer of Christians. You, you used to go persecute the church. And all of Paul's first part of his ministry, he's defending the fact that he's been changed. But in this letter, I, I believe Paul, Paul had had enough. He had heard enough. He had, he had gotten tired of defending why he could do what he was doing. And he simply said, listen, I can't explain it, but I'll write it like this. By his grace, I am what I am. You, you don't understand how I can be a preacher now after I've been a murderer? I am what I am. That ought to bless somebody. I am what I am. Folk, folk want to remind you of your past and, and you press it into your future. By his grace, I am what I am. I am what I am. I'm saved now. I'm holy now. I'm changed now. I'm not the person I used to be. I'm I'm somebody completely new and, and I know you you calling this number expecting that old person to answer the phone but she don't live here no more. He don't live here no more. By his grace I am what I am. Because grace and mercy brought me through. The door of the church is open. Your grace Your grace and mercy brought me through. Brought me through living, living this moment because of you, because of you. I, I want to thank you, praise you, and praise you too. Your grace, <laughs> your grace and mercy. Come on, everybody, stand to your feet. Let's declare it. Your grace, your grace and mercy brought me, brought me through. Living this moment, living this moment, because, because of you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Praise. 
sinner like me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The doors of the church were open. To tell the world salvation, salvation free. is free. It's free, y'all. It's free. through his grace what's necessary here it is by grace through faith you have to have faith faith in Jesus Christ faith that he is the son of God faith that he died on a cross for your sins faith that he rose again from the dead if you're here this morning, if you're watching online and you're ready to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and receive this free gift of salvation by grace through faith, why don't you pray this prayer with me? Father, I come to you and I ask you now with all sincerity of heart, save me. Jesus Christ as your son and I take him now as my savior in Jesus name amen now listen if you prayed that prayer if you prayed that prayer wherever you are wherever you are 
we want you to come now and celebrate, celebrate salvation with you. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate salvation with you. Wherever you are, if you're here this morning and you just gave your life to Christ, come right now. Let's celebrate that with you. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? God bless you. God bless you. Who prayed that prayer? Who prayed that prayer? Who prayed that prayer? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, listen. There's something else. If you don't have a church home, if you don't have a church home, you're ready to make KHL your, your church home. You're ready to make these your brothers and sisters in Christ. I would love to be your pastor. We would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. You're ready to say yes to KHL as being your place for spiritual nourishment. You come now. You come now. God bless you wherever you are. Wherever you are. Come now. You're already standing. You might as well start walking. You're already standing. You might as well start walking. God bless you. You might as well. This is a good time right now. Right now. Your grace and your mercy. Come on, your grace and mercy. Sing it together. God bless you. Come your on, come grace on. And come on, celebrate. Celebrate. Y'all celebrate. Y'all celebrate.
those of you who are worshiping with us online, we ask that you go. If you have not already, go ahead and get a cracker or a slice of bread or elements that you might consecrate right now in the privacy of your home and celebrate this, this holy meal, this memorial meal, this communion with us. when he was betrayed Jesus took bread he broke it and he blessed it and he said take eat this is my body which is broken for you Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace.